is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agent. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Listeners, welcome back to Spectacular Science. I'm Akshay. You know, I've been I've recently been wondering about dwarf planets. You know those tiny itsy bitsy teeny tiny planets that are in our solar system? Well, I've heard of a lot of planets like Pluto. But what exactly are dwarf planets? It's a really mind-boggling subject because you have stars that are gigantic, then you have planets then you have planet moons, and now you have even smaller dwarf planets. You know what? Let's start this episode with a thinking question. That thinking question is, what do you think a dwarf planet is? And what do you think the criteria are for a dwarf planet? That means basically what makes a dwarf planet, well, a dwarf planet. Try to think about that, and we'll come back in just a bit. Hit pause now and think about what you think a dwarf planet is. I'll be right back. In the meantime, while you think, let's enjoy some outer space music. in fact, is about, I'd say, let's say, six or seven years. Well, now that you're back, tell a friend next to you or tell a grown-up that you're listening with what you thought that a dwarf planet would be. Now that you've told your listening buddy, here is the big reveal, the real dictionary definition of a dwarf planet and what makes a dwarf planet a dwarf planet let's hear it a dwarf planet is a small celestial body that is smaller than most planets it is round and has to orbit around a star like our own sun it is too small to clear its path from debris and asteroids that are in its orbital path Technically, it's just a really small planet that can't be considered a real planet because it is too, too small to do so. That was a lot of words I threw at you right there, so let's break it down. Basically, a dwarf planet is a mini planet. It's smaller than all of the planets and moons. It can't be considered a moon because it's not orbiting a planet. It is orbiting the own sun. Check out our moons episode to learn more about the celestial bodies that orbit around planets. Now, since these dwarf planets orbit on their own, they are not a moon that orbits around a central planet. They are a dwarf planet. 
A dwarf planet has to be round, which is one criteria. A dwarf planet also is really small, which is a second criteria. And a third criteria is that it can't clear its path of any debris that comes near it. This is because it's so small and the gravitational pull is so small that if there's, let's say, an asteroid in its orbital path or the way it circles around the sun, or if there's some debris in the way, that means that it'll eventually just crash into it because it is too small to move these around. Dwarf planets are usually located in our solar system in the asteroid and Kuiper belts. These are belts that are full of rocks and comets and all that debris that's not actually part of the eight planets, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Some dwarf planets that are in our solar system are Pluto, Ceres, and another dwarf planet called Mackie Mackie. I know it's a weird name, but that's what scientists named it. These asteroids are located in the asteroid belt or the Kuiper belt. These dwarf planets are really small and not everyone knows about it. They're really small to show up in these telescope photos. So that's why scientists use super high powered telescopes in laboratories to find all these dwarf planets. It's a really cool process. So to sum up all that we've learned, a dwarf planet is basically a small mini planet that is not considered a moon. So now there you have it. That's what a dwarf planet is. And dwarf planets form in a similar way to planets with hundreds of pieces of debris and, and rocks crashing into each other. But dwarf planets form in a smaller amount of time. While planets may take billions of years to swarm, these dwarf planets probably take millions of years to form, which is a big difference looking in a planetary perspective. That's what dwarf planets are. Now I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see if I can discover my own dwarf planet. Hey, what should I call it? Should I call it the Akshay planet or the science Akshay planet? Whoa, that's really cool. Now, before I go look at, in my telescope for all these planets, new planets, what did we learn today? We learned that dwarf planets are basically mini planets that are very small compared to moons and the regular planets in the solar system. Some examples of dwarf planets are Pluto, Ceres, and Make Make. These dwarf planets have to be small, have to be spherical, or in a ball shape like the rest of the planets, and cannot clear their path around the sun. If any asteroids or debris shows up in the orbital path, or the path in which the planet circles around the sun, well, that means that it can't clear it out. So the debris just becomes part of the dwarf planet itself. Dwarf planets don't take that much time to form. And that's what dwarf planets are. These teeny tiny itsy bitsy planets in the solar system. Thanks for listening to this Spectacular Science episode. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay. Our theme song is by Chan Ramachandran. The additional music was composed by me. Spectacular Science's website 
is www.spectacularside.com. There you can find interactive activities, articles, and all of our episodes. You can also find blog posts that I write every day at spectacularside.com slash blog. Please contact me. I love hearing from you. I love getting all your so suggestions and all your questions. Keep them coming. Go to spectacularside.com slash contact to find the contact form or email me at podcast at spectacularside.com. Please subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or find all of our episodes at spectacularside.com. By subscribing, you get all of the episodes automatically. Tell your friends about the show and show them how to subscribe. Not only that, show them how to write a review. By writing a review, you make our show available to lots of people. Thanks for your support. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science. Hopefully by then, I would have discovered a new dwarf planet. Now, what should I name it? That's what I'm thinking about. Octoplanet? Octopropolis?